Hey everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monk, and with me as always is the Mr. Gimpy. What's going on, Chip? How's it going today, dude? Hi, uh, yeah, it's doing pretty good. Just living out here, uh, chilling. Finished up that dice game. Happy about that. Hell yeah, dude. Congrats, uh, man. Congrats. I had like a weird uh, you know, moment where like afterwards I was like, ah, oh, now what do I do? Because it's like so consuming uh during the time. So I just took like a day to reset where I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to look into some different technologies, see what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so I tried to make 2d sprites in uh blender 3d, uh, to get them to export. So I was messing okay. around with that. I got pretty far along. Uh, everything's very finicky in that program. Like you have to do things in a specific order or they just don't work. But you're making a 2d asset in a 3d program. Like, I mean, I guess that, that in itself sounds finicky. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it is. <laughs> uh, what are you even up to, man? <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Why use Blender to make a 2D asset when you have other 2D programs that are made for that specific purpose? I, it takes just as long. Right. Really? Like, okay. yeah. So I've, I've gotten proficient in both things. Uh, so it takes me equal amounts of time to do something in 3D as it does in 2D. So I can go okay. from like a quick sketch to realization of that sketch in 3D. Uh, and then 3D allows just more flexibility. Whereas like if you do something in 2D and you want to change it, like you have to go back and redo every single sprite. Whereas if you do it in 3D, like you just change it and then like you export it and it automatically generates all like the angles of like whatever change you made. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of like the, the idea behind it, but uh still kind of a pain in the ass to deal with so yeah so it sounds doing like there's a reason that people don't all migrate to this though right is it the it's pain a skill set it's, no it's just think? it's hard to learn it's hard it's it's easier to learn 2d like it's very okay. straightforward it's tactile okay. you understand it uh 3d relies more on your fundamental knowledge of art whereas like you're trying to abstract things into a 3d space already and it's hard to get things to look nice in 3d especially if you go from 3d back to 2d so it's like you're you're taking something that's like you know rounded and then you're trying to flatten it out it's uh yeah it's a bit of a challenge so okay. it, it's like you have to have like a better stronger understanding of art fundamentals to do 3d uh whereas 2d you can kind of wing it and like you either way like you you know if something looks good or not at the end of the day so yeah yeah uh, you know, and I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just saying, like, why most people don't do 3D is like it's an entire skill set you have to learn. Uh, like, you have to learn animation. You have to learn like how things interact with each other. You have to learn like uh, UV unwrapping, texturing. Whereas all that's already done in 2D. Like you, you know, your UV yeah. textures, you painting the object in, in your yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> uh, whereas like you have to like you know uh, create it, then extrapolate that, and and then repaint it, and then recombine it together and then hopefully it looks nice at the end of the day gotcha okay okay so that's that's why i think more people are going to 3d and then bringing it to 2d okay okay do you think the uh like arc system works kind of painting of 3d models is is uh making that a popular thing or is it just a natural evolution of the uh of the cycle of asset creation I think it's just stylized looks. I think it's hard to make things realistic and look nice in 3D. So uh, stylized takes just as long, but it looks nicer at the end of the day. So it's like, oh, do I want us to look like a, you know, hand-drawn without lines? Do I want it to look cell-shaded? Your yeah. Breath of the Wilds, you know, you got your uh, other things that turn 3D into Pixel. Like there's a few games that have done that, like, but you wouldn't know, like, you know. Like if it's done well, like you just don't know, right? It's like it's all smoke True. and mirrors. True. <laughs> There's some stuff that um, I think still holds up really well today. Like let's let's look at uh, like jet jet grind radio, right? Or for those of us not in the U.S., uh, jet set radio and jet set radio future, which had the same name across the entire board, but uh, uh, super stylized, right? Still looks absolutely incredible today. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, there's something to be said about having your own unique style. It doesn't matter what 
what platform you're on, what program you use. If you have a certain, if you have enough style, um, your uh, product is will be timeless. Yeah, I think World of Warcraft. Games, I think certain games like have enough style to where, you know, it doesn't matter what they were on, you know, when they were released, yeah. it would be great no matter what. And Jack, Team Jack Fortress Radio 2. Is one of those. TF2. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. Uh, even portals. some games, e- e- Portal, uh, very, very stylish. Where from its simplicity, it's like um, simplicity plus the abstract gameplay just really lends it to itself in the comedy, you know, with the unreliable narrator and GLaDOS herself. So it's some, some really good stuff and some things to really put in the back of your mind when you're making something, you know. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's good, man. So as, as far as uh, stuff I've been up to, man, uh, like we said with the last episode, uh, I've been... I've been game devin myself. Uh, oh, spent, what have you gotten spent, done, man? Uh, I spent uh, the last leg of uh, my Thursday work day uh, working on game dev stuff. So, um, nice, man. Congrats. Um, I, I, I mapped out the first level pretty much completely. Um, um, I, I'm going to go and redo my AI pathfinding just because uh, it's been a while since I've looked at it. And something, it's just not, it's the, the uh enemy i'm just using blocks right now as placeholders and uh uh, there's a certain point in the level where the pathfinding they get stuck and start like rotating around i think i have to like widen yeah i think i have to widen the area at the very least but i figure if i just redo it then i'll have it fresh in my mind to to do it and now i just have it like uh looking at my mouse cursor you know i I, i'm yeah so we'll we'll see how that goes but mm -hmm. i was running into a similar problem with pathfinding where if a object picked a path that it couldn't get to, yeah. it would like just not know what to do. Would right? it like, stand still or would it spin? No, it would just keep trying to go to the oh, like so area that was outside. Okay. Uh, sure. But like, there was no way to be like, hey, if you can't reach this within like X amount of time, like try and like repath to like a different area. Cause I was just picking like random, like in, yeah. in on the screen. I was like, all right, let me try and pick like random vectors. And then like, I'll create like a simple path for this to like try and follow. Uh, but it was like, I'll pick a random spot. And then it was like, oh, I can't reach that. And then like, I, so there's not a great way uh, to design like a behavior tree in G-Develop. In like, okay. Yeah, you yeah. have to like make it yourself. And like, I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I want to do that for like a quick one screen like demo, you know, but like, it's probably a great skill to like do, but yeah. I've run into the similar problems with 3D programs like Unity where I'd, I'd actually make a behavior tree and I'd yeah. get like the, I call it like the, uh, uh, ant death spiral because like there's ants and like uh, there's like going to a death spiral like when the queen dies or something yeah it just keeps just circling circle yeah <laughs> yep. so yeah i always call like the uh enemy death spiral uh the ant spiral yeah uh, yeah but yeah it's it's hard to do <laughs> yeah yeah it is it is uh so uh you know I, i've been re- i worked on that so um, I'm, I'm redoing it and um actually impressed by how much I remember on how I did this and I noted yeah. my I you know, had notations on my code and it actually made sense because so, there's, there's <laughs> something that you you know you put no, notes on your own code and then you hope to god that it makes sense later when you pick it up right and it actually made sense so I'm like okay yeah. leveled up so so uh you know uh, working on some pathfinding there I did have my I do have my walk cycle complete and um are, am I editing this or are you I can't remember uh, you me. are. I did okay, the last. So I will put that up right there <laughs> for those watching on know. YouTube to show that character. Uh, character is not complete, but the walk, walk cycle, I would say, is feature complete. Um, so that felt good, getting that done. Uh, I, f- I feel some progress, man, and I'm hoping to show you very soon, uh, you know, nice. some, some stuff going on. So, you know, like I said, you you doing the your dice game really just, it's it's inspirational, man. Having people people grinding and, and uh, completing stuff near that you know, um, it, it's it's a great, great motivator. You know, not not just kind of like to one-upsmanship, but also going, you know, he did this. It's it's fantastic. I can do this too. And well, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's kind of working together. Um, so, you know, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, other than that, uh, since I hit Onyx in Halo, um, I was just going to make a montage V2, um, for my journey to Onyx, uh, just as, a, right. and like I said, these montages are purely for me. Uh, you know, I'll yeah. put it on publicly and we'll see people might shit on it. They might not, who cares? Um, but I, I had, a, I had a lot of fun getting there. Um, I have a lot of fun making montages um i was talking to a buddy and uh maybe if anyone knows knows about this in the comments uh feel free to if you're on youtube to to let us know but uh uh i hate using twitch's vods for 
scrubbing through things to get content because yeah. when Twitch saves your VOD, it also it saves it and compresses it again. Yeah. So <laughs> the quality just dumps so far below what Comes it a was dumpster on fire. stream versus what it was on on you know. It's like the number live. one complaint I had uh, for when I was doing like quick like play videos yeah, of my Overwatch. Yeah. It's like I would take the VOD, uh, encode it, then re-upload it, and people are like, "Why does this look like shit?" And I'm like, "Yeah, because oh, of how what I'm doing." So I kind of start recording, yeah, locally. And, yeah. Uh, so I have an idea for um, next time because uh, oh, oh, my my goal was to do three or four Halo montages, just in general, because looking at through my Halo career and back when I used to do you know sanction tournaments and stuff, uh, I don't have. I have like two or three pictures of myself like post tournament uh, yep. for things for memory, right? Um, I don't. I like and, and then the plays that I've made, the plays that have happened, I they're up. They're up in my head, right? I, I just wanted something that I can go back to years later, going, yeah, this is fun. This is a good play, you know. Um, so that's what the montages are for. They're really for me, um, um, but. You know, some some nutty stuff's been happening. I got a triple kill with the Sentinel Beam, which is <laughs> pretty it's pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some good stuff. Uh, so uh, I, I've been going through and compiling the clips, and then I'm just disenchanted by the quality of the Twitch VOD. Uh, so I was looking into ways of recording my gameplay, not only while I'm streaming, but just when I'm playing in general. Uh, a buddy was like, hey, you have NVIDIA use Shadowplay. Um, my thought is I want the full quality, but I don't want the performance hit. So I'm yep. actually going to test, because I have a NAS set up and I have two terabytes free for whatever. Um, I'm going to use that two terabytes and use it as a media scrubber so um it'll my quality or my stream will go to that it'll just be pure gameplay and i'm hoping that'll have the full quality um that i can just go back and forth so i don't know if anyone has a solution for this um i'm, I'm all ears but um, i had I'm to just that works out. mess with like settings so i made like the stream slightly worse but the recordings were better so i was able to stream without taking too much of a performance hit it was a lot of trial and error. Uh, it's yeah. hard to do. Uh, it's going to be annoying for everyone watching your stream. So yeah. I don't know. I think there's a way to set up like a shadow private stream where like you're not actually streaming to people. Yeah. Uh, and then like you can like run tests in that black box. It's just going to be a, just a couple of, I, I would say it took me like an hour or two to do to like get yeah. right. And yeah. after that it was, it was fine, but I know there's like different solutions. I still want to buy the foot pedal so I can like uh, clip out like things yeah. while I'm playing. I'm like, oh, that was a great moment. Let me, uh, you know, tap this USB foot pedal and then like have like yeah. a timestamp that I can go back to. But yeah, there's something uh, about like having all your old stuff. Like I was yeah, it really uh, is. grabbing clips for like the last episode we uploaded of like just different stuff I was messing with. Although like I went in that same folder, I looked further back and I had stuff from like two years ago and I was like, holy crap, I can't believe like i had the foresight to like just record this like for no reason and like i yeah. just have like uh you know copyright music and stuff so it's now stuff i can like upload anywhere but it's like just me like talking about it like blasting like some like metallica or something i'm like this is great <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, man yeah definitely uh th speaking of which i'm gonna i i do want to use one of your tracks for my next montage by the way so uh i'll, I'll yeah, touch dude. You up on that so it'll be cool uh i just figured just get the get the whole squad in you know because uh, uh when i hit onyx i was i thanked everyone who's on the team while on my journey there and um you know no matter what i think in any team oriented thing it's not only when you're playing but it's also the like the outside factors right you know you got your buddies just like propping you up saying now you can do it and stuff like that so um, the real onyx yeah, was the just, friends we made along the way exactly exactly <laughs> so you know just uh with you and i doing this combo wombo stuff with you and i doing game dev stuff i i just want to have a little bit of that camaraderie and friendship in my next uh, montage because we've been talking about this for you know weeks since the game came out so and yeah, you've yeah. been supporting me on the stream and everything else too so i think having one of your tracks on there will will really solidify it so it'll be pretty sick yeah. Do you want me to make like an original track for this? If you want, dude, I don't want to put you out, but yeah, dude, that'd be sick. <laughs> I haven't messed with uh, a DOS in a minute, bro. Like I might yeah, have man. to. It'd be cool. Right? I'm not trying to make the montage long, you know, like maybe a minute if that, you know, <laughs> so it's tall order. I'll see what I can do. Right. <laughs> what are you looking for? What kind of uh, music? Uh, I honestly don't know. Um, like, like a lot of your stuff's usually hip hop oriented. Um, if you, I don't, I don't know if you're still in that genre. I could do, you know, like a hard rock or. Uh, um, it's got all kinds of stuff, dude. 
I was uh, thing or trying synth? to put music into uh, my game for like a menu. Yeah. And then I like, went to my music and I like fall. It's like, so there's like a bunch of like unlabeled like MP3s in there. And I was like, huh. And like I opened it up, I started listening. I was like, this is a banger. I was like, where did I get this from? And I was like, oh, I made this. <laughs> and I realized like the entire folder was just like music I had made and I'd just forgotten about. Yeah. It was like, yeah. uh, like anytime like I find like a cool little like, loop or something i'm like oh let me just save this even though like i have no plans to upload it anywhere or do anything with it speaking so. of which uh i found the i know you were uh i told you we were cleaning out our storage room and stuff one of the things that i had to do was uh when my wife and i got married we just we, we had a videographer and we were like i just want the raw video because i'll edit it myself because i don't want anyone else touching it or having their own editing style because i have my own right um yeah. you were at my wedding and you know my wife and i had a lightsaber battle so i'm gonna add the lightsaber effects and stuff too so but the yeah play the uh song right yeah yep 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 we uh i was a battle of the fates yep yep duel of the fates yep duel yep. of fates so, there you go um we we did that, and then we bought a we bought a house shortly after, right? Yep. We lost the wedding video <laughs> when we moved, so we cleaned out the storage room, found it, found the wedding video. So um, that's that's actually the, so why I'm doing this montage is be, is to get so familiar so familiar with uh, DaVinci Resolve. So when I'm doing my wedding video editing. Uh, you know that can be as seamless as possible um i planned for that is to have it ready for my wife and i our anniversary in june so you know nice. that's that's like the bigger thing so when you're saying that uh, it's you know you had the foresight to record things um really that's that is one of the things where i i implore anyone if anyone is doing anything in the creative field um record some stuff even if it's random stuff you'll be surprised by document the process later. yeah yeah exactly. at least some it's, of it like i don't know like even some things i've just been putting on snapchat where i'm like oh this isn't great quality or whatever but like it's just fun to share and like uh i don't know it's i wish i had done like more of it looking back at like some of the old stuff and like yeah. doing some of the newer stuff i'm like oh, i don't need to document everything but like even just like two, three years ago, I'm like, man, I got so much stuff. And I know I have like a uh, external hard drive in the other room too, where I have like everything from like the last like, you know, 20 years on there, I think. Uh, Damn. Of, yeah. It's a lot of stuff on there from like the yeah. 90s, dude. I got stuff in there from the 90s that I did in like 3D and stuff uh, where I'm like, man, I should, I'm pretty sure I saved some stuff from there, but I'm not too sure. It's like websites and stuff that I've done and like just a bunch of stuff on there. But like, I know it's there and I'm not sure how good or well kept any of that stuff. I know I have like text documents in there too of like different ideas and game design docs and stuff that I just never uh, did anything with. But uh, yeah. yeah. It's great. It's great to just have that stuff to like dust off every once in a while. Like yeah, man. Uh, when you're feeling a bit nostalgic or yeah. like you we talked about like roadblocks and stuff that you might run into as well. And like it's good to like just kind of go back uh, and see like where you because like where uh, you started, right? Just yeah. And like social media always like puts us out in a weird competition trying to compare us to others but i think like, it's best to compare yourself to like where you started and like where you've come and like the amount of growth you'll experience like in in you know 5 10 15 20 years is like it's like you're your own biggest rival right yeah, just, yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. you have to have that anime rivalry with yourself like your mirror self man and i think most anime will do that right Even yeah. eventually like like uh you know ichigo fought the hollow version of himself right and, you know from bleach and and uh you know naruto's like demon form was yes it was the nine tail fox but it was also kind of like a projection of himself you know in the it's primal like, rage trope. So, you gotta battle yourself so, from yesterday you know, that that trope exists in life you know maybe not as yeah. dramatic as the anime portray it but uh you know there's there's all there's there's things to strive for and then there's there's you looking back and seeing how well you've done i think it's i have that game that me uh you and the boys made the room the key yeah the i think key, that's yeah. on there dude i think that yeah. is on that hard drive i'm pretty dude, sure we made that in what like an hour or two or something like that yeah or, it's like all of us working together it's like uh yeah it's yeah, great we, yeah that was awesome i yeah, man, that's that. That was a good time. Um, I was working on a second game after we finished the key. Uh, I was working on, which is funny because your dice game reminded me of it. Um, a dice game of my own where it was a dungeon crawler and you shook your phone to uh, roll the dice and that decided combat. And I was like, I should redo this. Like, I don't. I, I just have the design doc for it. I don't have any assets. I'm like, that seems fun. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like just a quick little mobile game. Uh, so I might might look into that. We'll, we'll see. But I'm just I'm just trying to focus in on uh, the stealth game. But one thing at a time, man. Exactly. It's tough. But it's it's funny seeing your your old stuff right so i was like yeah that's awesome uh so you know we talk about about games a lot 
uh, game creation, games that are out, uh, things coming up. Uh, and we've actually even expanded to talking about like our own mental blocks or what we, <laughs> what we like. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking at, at a lot of our old content and stuff. Um, speaking of going back and looking, uh, we're, we're pretty positive about a lot of, about a lot of aspects of gaming, game design, and even when things we don't agree with, we hope for the best, right? Even bad flip, games. I want to switch <laughs> gears, dude. I want to switch gears a little bit. <laughs> there's something about games and there's gaming genres where I think everyone has something that they just don't like, that they don't yeah. click with, that it just doesn't work for them. It's just uh, for, not for me. It doesn't make it bad. It's just not my cup exactly, of tea. Exactly. And we, we touched on this a little bit with our MMO episode um, back in the day uh, where I just don't – it doesn't work for me, right? MMOs. Yeah. Uh, and you told me like your love of lineage and and like the experience with it and some of the, like the the emergent gameplay that came from it from a community and and all of it seemed awesome. You know, yeah. it, it, it just still doesn't work for me. <laughs> you know, it, it didn't it just, grip you. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't grip me. Now, um, I was thinking now that, especially because not only with this dice game, but I feel like you yourself, myself, we are getting back into the groove of making things, right? Of actually creating. Um, there's going to be genres that I absolutely love that I'm just going to jump right in and start making a game for. There's going to be a genre I'm going to avoid, including a lot of mechanics from it. There's one genre that I just cannot stand games in, and it's just because it's not made for me. That genre, I'll, I'll start off, man. If you have one, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah, to you. We'll but uh, Go back I, and forth here. I, 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 and, uh, you know, just mark this, because I'm sure people will be like, what the hell? How do you not like this? I absolutely hate survival games. Um, I don't care for Rust, Minecraft, uh, what, is, what is some other Terraria? Um, don't Starve. Don't Actually, Don't Starve is the exception. Uh, Valheim. Valheim, I it's yeah yeah just not a big not a big fan of um why uh part of it is the aimlessness of it um i need a goal and like minecraft i got to the ender dragon killed it and um played it with my wife for a bit we made bases and stuff we made a giant community and when you're done with that goal there's no reason for me to want to play more of it it's, it's like we can make more stuff. I'm like, I don't want to make more make stuff. Make your Why own not? fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want to, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, uh, Valheim, my wife absolutely loved Valheim. Um, my wife actually got really good at Valheim too. Like she knew stuff about that game. That it has some I of the best base building for survival games too. Like just because it uh, forces yes. you to make like a natural architecture where like uh, mm -hmm. if you like put a fireplace in there, like smoke starts to build out and like you have yep. to like build a chimney. So like it creates like a natural organic uh, home feel yep. or like the design is very human. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, my wife absolutely loved that. She And then she loved like making a farm in, in there. And then I was like, the only thing in this game I'm even remotely interested in is the questing. So, you know, go quest it. But then you'd have to like get stuff to get better armor and stuff. I'm like, ah. And people were always like, let's just go, let's just go item grabbing. And I'm like, I fucking logged off. I was like, if you guys get <laughs> items, just let me know. Because <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll jump in. Let me know that. when there's something to do. Like, that was kind of my experience with both those games as well with the. Uh... We'd play as a group and like uh, in Minecraft after I beat the Ender Dragon, I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. And then uh, Valheim, I was like, uh, we got to the point where we were trying to capture like the snow wolves, mm -hmm. I think, and like tame yeah. those. And like nobody else wanted to do it. And I was like, I guess we're done then. <laughs> you know, we beat our beat the trolls. We found like uh, the other second or third boss that you uh, get because there are bosses in that yes. game. There's like the deer yes. boss. There's a, another tree boss or something. Like, yep. The end, uh, yeah. 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 And then and they've they've added another boss since you and I both played that. Um I'm I think I'm I'm at the point where unless my wife was like, Hey, let's let's get sit down and play this, I'll, I'm probably gonna just end up playing it at the 1.0 release. Um that being said, I, I I'm never gonna play it by myself. You yeah. know, there's no chance in hell. Uh uh Don't Starve is the exception because it's also a roguelike though. So there's enough like random generation and me versus the world and emergent gameplay sections where I can survive because of player skill versus just building a bunch of shit. Is that is that I don't know if that even makes sense, but it does in my head. I just it's it's not as that being said, it's my least played roguelike for sure, but I, I don't hate it. You know? Yeah. I think we've like talked about this before as well. We're like, 
because I think we're both creative people when yeah. the sandbox game is there and it's like, you make your own fun. It's like, no, I can actually do that in real life. With, like things like my own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, where it's like, if I'm going to spend time, like, like building something, I'd rather like it be in a program where I can like take that to something else where it's like, if I'm going to work on like art, I'm going to open up like, you know, clip studio or Photoshop. If I'm going to work on like building a base, I'd rather do it in like a, you know, blender 3d or Maya yeah. <laughs> like or you know, 3ds max or a game engine like unity. Yep. Uh, and then like actually be able to explore those spaces and then like it's also a sandbox but then i create like the rule set that goes along with it but yes. there's something about like you know limitation uh being the mother invention and like you know helping you be more creative yep. uh, when you have like sets but i do that already with like asset sets and stuff that i buy and i'm like oh what can i make with this and like cobble together real quick and i'll do that to like just try and demo and make something to like see where the fun would be in it uh, yep. to create like my, like a bigger rule set on top of that Whereas like you're already limited in both ways in the game design a philosophy of like a, a sandbox type of environment. But uh, I understand why it's fun for a lot of people uh, because a lot of people don't want to go that deep with it and like uh, try and like build something like bigger and more creative. And like, that's, yeah. you know, that's great. Or it's like great for like an introduction to it. Like uh, we've talked about like Mario maker and stuff as well, where it's like, yeah, uh, some people like it's a ton of fun for me. I'm just like, it's so hard to make a good level it's like why would i want to play a bunch of really bad levels of mario <laughs> that's the that's the one exception i have like like i guess it's not a survival game but i i love mario maker because uh it allows me to create levels because you know like i said i absolutely love 2d games and i love platformers um level design is my favorite thing favorite part of game design mario maker um lets me share that in a very quick way um, yeah. And then to have my kids play my the levels I made, right? So that yeah. that's something that that really as like as as a father, um, I can share some of my my gaming love and knowledge with my kids in a real tangible way. And it's to the point where my daughter or son will help me build levels, and it's a very neat way to me to get my gaming fix and them to also pursue their creativity. Um, yeah, and I feel like that's that what most people digitally. get from those sandbox survival games. It's like mm. they have like their group of friends and stuff, and it's like uh, they can share something that they create in a meaningful way with like the community that they uh, build mm. in those instances. Uh, like I said, like I feel like they're like they're more suited to like those like summer vacation days, like when you're still in school. Like you have like a lot of free time to like burn, and like you uh, don't have the ability to like go meet in person or whatever. And it's like it, it creates like that type of feeling. Whereas I think like we just we're born in the wrong era, bro. Like if we we're growing <laughs> up today, I think we would have loved uh, these type of games. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's instead we had to go outside and like find our own fun <laughs> right, right, right. here's a stick and a rock have fun <laughs> if you're lucky a bicycle <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure but yeah man survival games I, I, and it's the point where the genre itself is so established where i just don't see myself ever ever getting into it uh there's a portion like fallout i absolutely love the fallout series for example yeah um and Fallout 4, even though it's completely optional, like the base building kind of survival mechanics that they introduced in that game, uh, I've never played the game purely because of that. And and my buddy was like, that's one of the better Fallouts, dude. You should play it. And just ignore that shit. And I was like, yeah, it's already to the point where it's in there. And I gave it like a good 15 hours. And people were like, oh, 15 hours in a Fallout game. You've never, you haven't played it. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I gave it enough chance. I'm not tutorial. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that being said, uh, have you played Fallout uh, New Vegas? Yes, it's, 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 it's New Vegas is amazing. New Vegas yeah, is kind of like the definitive uh, yep. edition of that game, where it's like it has a story and a very well thought out narrative that it's trying to tell, and like yes. your actions have consequences, and like everything kind of interacts with you. Yeah. Whereas like the other games, like they tried to get to what I think like they wanted all along was like fallout 76 where it's like, it's just an open world, man. And you're creating your own fun. And like, you know, they yeah. try to deal with like Skyrim as well when they brought it online uh, with their MMORPG where it's like, Oh, now you could live in this living, breathing world. And it's like, yeah, you know, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know if yeah. I want like base building and like living in like a MMO world, like I'm yeah. good or like yeah. paying a subscription model to it. Like uh, yeah, it, it becomes me, a bigger me, buy in. For me, I like curated experiences that um, I can experience. You know that the developers want me to experience in multiple ways. So that that's that's just me. You know, like like I think that's that's what it is. Uh, you know, I 
like choose your own adventure books you know like there's have you ever had one where it's like now write your own ending there's like a, a line <laughs> of books like that i'm like fuck that <laughs> you know, how dare you <laughs> like well you, you want me to do your job for you you fucking loser <laughs> like that's, that's how right. i looked at it you know like <laughs> i'm not gonna fill in the blank uh, <laughs> i mean i've done that uh, before with like stories where i'm like the ending like just took a turn i'm like you know what in my mind this is how the story ends and right, that's right, right. i'm good this is my definitive edition of like this book ending uh, right. or like I've had like series of like TV shows where after it ends, like I, in my head, I'll imagine like what those characters would have gone on to do or like how they would have uh, dealt with like certain scenarios. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. there's a lot of, there's, there's something to that, but I don't want that to be the selling point of the book or the game <laughs> that I'm getting where yes. it's like, create your own fun, create your own ending to the story. It's like, man, come on. Right, right, right. You got better things to do than your job out. for you, friend. Right, right, right. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, so that's so that's mine. That's a genre that I just don't like. And then even when it comes to like, like reviewing things or recommending it to it, I, I will always say I don't play these types of games. I am not the person to to ask if this is good or not. Like I've had yeah. people go, hey, do you want to play Terraria with me? I'm like, no. They're like, why? It's amazing. You'd love it. They state all these gameplay points. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. I tried. I tried to get into Terraria as well. Uh, my buddy had it. Uh, and he was like, try it out. Uh, you'll love it. And I'm like, I tried it for like a half an hour. And I was like, I don't, I don't, why? Why am I doing any of this stuff? Like, there's, there's, yeah. there's no narrative. There's no overarching like story. Or maybe there is now, but like when I played it, there, there was like just create your own fun like try and survive and i'm like i'm good man <laughs> like i don't know it's it I, it seems like one of those things that it becomes funner with friends but i've always been of the opinion like any game that you get into with a group of friends you're gonna have fun with it's it becomes just a background to the chat interface to you and your buddies true you know? true true uh before i just Xbox like talking Live. with my buddies and hanging out with them you know <laughs> like, right right doesn't matter what we're doing like it's it's fine. Do, do you remember back in the uh, Halcyon days of online gaming on console with Xbox Live? Before they introduced party chat, you had to pre pre agree on a game and go join that game and then invite each other to parties. Yeah. Um, there was a demo that came out for uh, an America's Army game that th it had like animated like voice rigging. So when you talked, your char your character in the game yeah. talked. Um, my buddies and I would all jump into America's army, discuss what game we actually wanted to play. You could have like a <laughs> lobby of like eight to 16 people or whatever. And, uh, so we just jump in start talking to each other. That's what we use as party chat. And then yeah. when actual party chat came out, honestly, part of me missed America's army for that like visual like, yeah, like chat. Interface. I kind of missed that with uh discord a little bit as well, where it's like, man, I wish there was like some sort of like a uh, fake facial rig type thing that you could like add-on or something i'm sure there's something but yeah uh, there's something a, a about buddy, a buddy of mine uh uh, uh poison I, I don't know if you've played games with him but i'm sure you've seen him around he's been in my uh, he's a mod on my uh twitch channel and stuff uh uh he, he his discord profile picture it animates when he talks nice. so yeah, he does so kind of have I gotta, that. gotta figure out how to do that i gotta get on uh poison's level dude yeah right right for sure shout out poison um <laughs> yeah so I, I i do miss stuff like that so um yeah, that said, there's so many different hamstring solutions back in there it was like ventrilo servers yep. there's a yep. just a bunch of them man like uh, to this day um i've had so i i streamed uh um fighters right where it had cross play and one person was on like ps4 the other person was on uh, pc and they couldn't talk to each other so what i did was i routed my phone audio through like the ps4 joysticks so they could talk to pc people and hear each other <laughs> and nice. it's like the most <laughs> hamstring way of doing it but you know when there's a will, solution there's a way <laughs> modern problems require modern solutions on exactly. my nokia phone <laughs> exactly right my nokia brick <laughs> yeah, um true. but i just shared my uh my the gaming genre that i just don't have any love for um now chip the yeah. ball's in your court man what don't for you me, like it's definitely like sports games like you're your whatever they're on now, your FIFAs, your Maddens. I don't know if they're even calling it Madden anymore. Like your rest your, in peace, John Madden. They are, yeah, they are yeah. your sports balls, your hockeys. Like for me, like the pinnacle was like NHL 95 and like uh, your Tecmo <laughs> ball on NES and that, and your NBA jam. That's it. Like after that, I was like, I'm done, dude. <laughs> like I can't even. <laughs> now so let for, me ask you this. Do you play any of the sports? In real life or yeah, 
Yeah, or do like you have back, love for playing them in the day? Like, you don't have to play them yeah. today, but, like, in general. Like, back in the day, yeah, I used to, like, be deep into the, the sports world. I used to play a lot of baseball growing up. Uh, I used to play, you know, basketball. Yeah. Uh, never football. Um, can't I'm really surprised. skate, so. I'm surprised I'm you've never played football. And my mom was <laughs> against it. She's like, why? Huge. <laughs> yeah, she's like, my mom was like, why? I think she, like, foresaw, like. Concussions. Just how, <laughs> yeah, concussions and stuff. And she's like, you don't want to get into that, like. So she kept me out of it. And, uh, you know, everyone was always like, you should play football. I'm like, ah, I'm good. So my yeah. mama won't let me. My mama says it's the devil. My mama says, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I just like uh, avoided the football. But, like, uh, you know, I did, like, other things, like uh, some Thai boxing and stuff. Like, just uh, okay. just fun stuff to do. Uh, sure. And, yeah, just, I don't know, playing the game. Like if as soon as they got away from the arcadey feel and went more for like simulators yeah. experience, uh, it just wasn't for me. Like the most interesting sport game I've seen is like a uh, Rocket League, uh, and like I don't know, I'm not against like competitive game. Like I enjoy, I would like separate them there. Where like I enjoy a good competitive game. Like I got into like League of Legends, or like uh, I'll play like Apex, or I'll play like you know a battle royale type game or whatever. But like uh, as soon as it gets to like sports, like a set team, like even like games like Overwatch, where like uh, that's kind of one of the reasons why like I feel like I can't really climb in that game. Is like if you get bad teammates, like it is the most frustrating thing in the world. Where it's like, uh, you know, and then it's I, I feel like most games like you can learn from like your own mistakes and like keep improving. Uh, and people will just say like you'll naturally like climb, uh, like rank doing that. Yeah, and you will, but like you have to invest so many hours to do that because like you're trying to get just like a edge out like a 60% win rate. And when you lose like almost 50% of the time because of like things that are outside of your control, it is like super frustrating. It's one of the reasons why I stopped playing like League of Legends as well. Uh, Cause like you get to like a certain mechanical skill set where you're like, all right, the fastest way to do this is to find other people who want to also climb and like improve. So like we can come up with strategy and like talk about like uh, what to do sure. and like almost come up with plays and stuff. Uh, whereas like, I don't really feel like you get that sense with like most of the sports genre games uh where like the players you're playing with are mostly ai you know hmm. uh, where like you're hard capped at like your ai's uh behind the scenes stats and like i know you can like boost or whatever there's they've gotten into like team management sims and stuff now where yeah. you can do creative players and you create like a dream team of uh players you want to play with but it almost feels like cheating at that point if that makes sense where you're like i just want to juice my ai side to the best mechanics and then we're gonna win every game despite yeah. like my good or bad play like you're basically watching two bots play the game at that point right <laughs> i will say um i haven't played a sports game like put put many hours into a sports game in some time probably about five six years now um i was really into the nba 2k series uh from 2k11 till about 2k16 um then the microtransaction heaviness and just the never improving on the net code really really shot that series in the foot for me personally and i just i decided to st I, I even though i still enjoy it i've i've played a couple of matches with like my buddy big puffer and um shout out him and i still enjoy the game but knowing that i'm I'm going to get shot in the foot from the microtransactions or just time. I, I just don't want to put that in, you know? Um, um, I will say that um, sports games are probably the absolute easiest to translate into a video game because you're already playing a game, right? Yeah. Right. The, the big thing that, that ruined it is the monopoly monopolization of each sport. Uh, yeah, by like a different big e AAA EA, developer. EA ha has the NFL license. There's no other way you can make a football game unless you want just no players. And no one's going to buy a football game without real players. You know, yeah. even like the Blitz franchise, which which is a game that's so much fun that I still play Blitz 2000. You know, like yeah, like just randomly. Classic. Blitz is amazing. And and it's and no one's buying a new Blitz because you can't play with, you know, modern players. And it, it, that's just the sports gamers mindset you know like they want they want to play with people they know that they're watching the name right now. recognition yeah exactly there's something uh, about that like i don't know like to me it's never really mattered like i don't 
watch sports either in real life, either right. except for like the UFC sometimes. Right. And I look at the I look at sports almost like we're talking about like a sandbox interface for like my friends. We're like I don't mind like watching sports as long as it's like with my buddies. Uh, it's usually like a to facilitate a, a bigger social interaction with people uh, where we're all like uh, taking sides or whatever, and everything becomes a little bit more interesting if you put a little little cash on the game too. True, so if you put true. not a lot either, like you know, you put five bucks out, all suddenly it becomes exponentially more interesting, like what's happening on screen. Uh, but like you know, it's it's fun to just like hang out and talk with people. Uh, yeah, you know, no matter what, like I do that any any time. So yeah. yeah. Uh, I've always looked at like real life sports as that. And like, uh, you don't even get that big of a social aspect. I feel with most sporting sim games that are out on the market, but, uh, you know, and then the ones that are out there, like, I don't really want to grind to get better at, like, I don't know. Like, I, I know like I can keep improving mechanically at a thing, but like at a certain point, like you're just like, I need to put in raw hours to climb this yeah. endeavor. And like, I yeah. don't want to do that time commitment. Uh, yeah. As as I get older and my time gets uh, more finite, as I get inch closer to the the, the <laughs> abyss, uh, dark abyss of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, th- I think with with sports games, man, like like I'm not gonna, con- I'm never gonna convince you to play one. Um, but I think there's a general uh, mindset of a lot of what I would classify as like the classic hardcore gamer saying sports games aren't real games and it's just the same game every year, um, with you know little iterations sure um but at the end of the day there's still games you know they're still fun to be had in them and and uh you know i like people are like oh why are you playing this it's like because like it's the same thing but everyone knows the rules you know that's like a big a big plus about sports games like if i if i come up to a if i go to a party or whatever and people are people happen to be playing games right um if it's not a shooter or something, most more than likely it's going to be like a Mario Party, Mario Kart, or a sports game of some sort. Because even if you've never played it before in your life, if you know of that sport, you know generally how to play, right? Like right. you know generally what the goal is. You know if you're playing like FIFA, you know kick kick the ball into the other goal, right? If you're playing hockey, shoot the puck into the goal. If you're you know it's like rhythm games like picked up for that reason. I feel uh, yeah, I mean, like they got like done to death, but like yeah. yeah. But it was like a shared uh, language amongst anyone who's like sees it at a party. You're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, you hit the thing when the thing. Okay, I could do that. Yeah. And like you're all sitting out and like uh, just jamming out, having a good time, and yep. uh, you know, just enjoying the thing that's that's happening. But yep. yeah, man, yep. it's, it's, there's definitely a, a shared social aspect of like a shared language of like a rule set that you can see somebody playing like a ping pong game. And you're like, oh, I know how to do this. I can I could play some air hockey or some pool with people. Like I generally understand this, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah man like I, I get it i get the fun in it but like as for like something like i would go out of my way to play by myself like it's not happening same gotcha. with like watching like sports where i'm just like i don't i don't want to go out of my way to like invest i I would say i'd probably watch football if they got rid of uh replays and commercials if they could get <laughs> the game down to like just like the hour experience yeah uh i would yeah. i'd probably enjoy it like infinitely more than like trying to watch it there was this amazing YouTube channel that keeps getting taken down and I can't follow it anymore just because it keeps changing names um, where it would do exactly that. It would yeah. cut out every commercial, every stoppage of play and only be uh, just the action. And the videos were like 20 minutes long because that's how much action is actually in a football game. So yeah. it's 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 incredible. Um, but you're, I heard you there know, was like I, a I, cable channel that was also doing that like somebody was like oh you'll just pay for this and i'm like oh i'm good dude <laughs> like, but, you know that's there, there's to be said i think with with something like basketball basketball is, for me is the most exciting sport people are like oh there's so many stuff for fouls and stuff I'm like yeah but it's it's the individual player showing off their athleticism and you see their faces right every other like outside of uh basketball and uh soccer slash football you know depending if you're not in the u.s or not um you know you could see the players faces and i think that you know, it's easier to follow because it's hockey... rigged. <laughs> yeah, probably. But <laughs> I mean, like that's, I, I try to bring up this point to people and like, they were like, no, no, it's not. It's impossible to rig. And I'm like, it's owned by a bunch of billionaires. Uh, like the refs like have been known to take bribes. Uh, like I, I don't put it beyond like the scope of possibility that like, you that know, can like, be said about all sports though. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah they're all owned by Billy. Like I'm pretty sure most major sports are rigged after they like, 
they've switched also to sports entertainment as well, and they're all nonprofits. <laughs> so they have like these huge tax advantages, and because it's sports entertainment, like they don't have to be beholden to like rules and regulations that like sports leagues do. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the last semi honest sport is probably like fighting, uh, but like even that, like. Even then, it can Vegas commission, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you looked into like the history of like uh, boxing commissions and stuff, we're like it's the most corrupt uh, sport of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if For it's sure. happening in like one of the honest sports where like you get punched in the face, like uh, it's yeah. probably happening in like these where there's like I, like multiple like cheating instances have been like sure. exposed over the. I, like, will, I don't yeah. know. I'm just you're, putting you're out right. that. <laughs> well, like, That's a whole like, I'm pretty topic, sure like but... most major sports are are uh, you know there's some fuckery afoot i think uh, there's fuckery afoot in any in any organized thing that you ever will join into you know as soon as it gets into like the mil- of humanity you yeah, know as soon as it becomes like millions of dollars at stake like i would say right. even like sports gaming uh for uh esports i feel like there's oh, a yeah, lot of yeah tomfoolery there's a lot of uh you know uh drugs that people are taking to enhance performance uh and like I would say this back in the day, people were like, oh, there's no way. And like now it's like, yeah, it's becoming more and more exposed. Popping Adderall and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, like, look at them; they're on the beta blockers, dude. This these, <laughs> this team just won a million dollars, and they don't they're not excited at all, dude. <laughs> like how, dude? Like if I won a million dollars, I'd be losing my mind, faint, dude. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> like this is crazy. I can't believe we did it, team. I think these guys are just sitting uh, there like stone face killers, right. like. <laughs> just another day in the office For it's sure. like yeah dude they're like on so many like uh drugs like it's crazy i i yeah, there, there, there's a drug testing for esports now they didn't yeah. used to be but now there is and it's i think it's one of the things to legitimize that um i think and, and I'll, I'll say this like with sports games in general i think you you will get more enjoyment out of it out of it if one you play the sport or two you follow the sport um basketball i played you know um i watched like when i got into ping pong the first time i ever watched the ping pong in olympics was me um, playing it you know and i was more interested in that and i got to witness the nuance and uh, the types of shots they were they were doing and stuff like that so once you show appreciation for a certain sport or event you will show appreciation in watching that or participating in the greater sporting community even people like uh like famously rick fox and his son with echo fox right Rick Fox wanted to connect with his son, started watching League of Legends stuff, learned about it, learned like actual League of Legends, like call outs, uh, team lineups, stuff like that, and started to see the mechanics of it. And he goes, oh, this is this is legit. Right. So yeah. I think in anything, if you get into like that level, you will find enjoyment in it. And if you don't find enjoyment in that with sports games, with the other media mediums for it, I can understand not liking them. And I can understand not liking the yearly releases. Um but I will say that, uh, the corruptions, the I, I don't know. <laughs> I will say <laughs> the, the drug it, abuse, the rampant at, uh, <laughs> uh, bribery at a, at a casual level. Uh, there, it's it's the easiest medium to turn into a video game. You know? People doing the real life pay to win with the buy buying players and the contracting <laughs> and uh, you know basically making super teams that are unbeatable. So funny if you if you really like like statistics and stuff and you, and you like people who are into like fantasy football, fantasy basketball, like and esports has fantasy leagues too. Like there's fantasy Counter Strike, there's fantasy uh, Overwatch, there's fantasy League of Legends, most famously. Um, you can get into like f- you know football simulator you know uh the sports simulator games and it's the same shit just a bunch of statistics for to your heart's content Uh, building a super team purely for through moneyball tactics is actually incredibly fun there was a before i i had mobile like mobile gaming uh, that was actually worth it and like the nintendo switch and the ds's and stuff i remember just doing statistic based like basketball stuff all the time just like oh yeah i just did this team and just watched the stats go um that was super fun for me so there's something to be said about that yeah like i enjoy like 4x games like where you like yeah, yeah. it's the same, <laughs> same it's shit, the same different, shit. Different yeah. <laughs> <laughs> simulator i've enjoyed like a uh, romancing the kingdoms romancing the kingdoms. Uh, yeah, i was just gonna say that we both enjoy those games are great I guess that's, that's my all sports game of choice is like waging <laughs> war in ancient china <laughs> For sure, for sure. But yeah, man. Uh, so, so those are the two ga- game genres. Like, neither of us really care for. I don't think we'll yeah. we'll probably mention some things on 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 this podcast on this channel, but I don't think we'll ever go in depth on either one. I think it's not for us, and that's okay. Like, I understand sure. like the fun and like the social aspects and everything else, but like uh, for both the games. Uh, but yeah, I, I think maybe 
it's also part of just getting older as well. Like where it's, we have limited time as well. And like both those genres require like a huge time investment from multiple people where it's like, you know, like a sports game, like you probably want like a minimum of like four or five people like to be like on your team, like for like something like overwatch or league of legends or, uh, you know, even like, uh, you're picking up, like, I think like most basketball, football games, like you just need like your own personal time commitment, but like, uh, no. And then like for survival games, like, again, you're probably going to want like four or five people minimum to like build out a world with you to like truly enjoy it and like get like something out of, uh, and like most of us don't have like friends that can spend like 40 hours a week, like <laughs> dedicated yeah. to like a, a single game at this point. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I think like that, that, that's really what it boils down to for us as old people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some more gamers. Definitely some truth to that. All right, man. I don't even I think play that... sports in real life, bro. Like, I'm like, am I getting paid for this? I'm not going to risk my body uh, trying to play a play pickup sports. game of I, volleyball. Yeah. I still we're play drinking. sports in real life. I, I, it's it's harder with family and stuff, but um, if someone hits me up for basketball, I'm going. If uh, tennis, you know, like I said, ping pong, um, I just got into, uh, you know, uh, shit. Stuff like that. You, know, you, you know I love disc golf, dude. That's like my favorite disc, shit. Disc, so yeah, people are like, that's not a sport. Fuck you. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, I, I actually, it was, my, it was my goal to get into traditional golf um, like next year uh, just because there's a course next to me. And I'm okay. like, well, why not? You know, why not give it a go? Why not suck mm-hmm. ass at it for a while and then learn it and uh, get good? I, I, it just, it's just one of those old people sports where I, th- I feel it's a nice thing because – um, eventually I feel as if you're a male and you, you know, your athleticism starts to fade as you get older, you'll eventually turn to golf <laughs> at some point yeah. if you're into sports in general. It's a thinking um, man's game. Exactly. So I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to learn it. So we'll see. We'll it's see. about control, precision, all the things you need as an, as an older gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And that's just going to the bathroom. <laughs> control, <laughs> precision. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I think that does it for this week, dude. Good talk. Good talk. Good I talk. am uh, Mr. Gimpy. It's Chip Monk. Chip Monk. We will see you guys next week. Uh, sound like, off in the comments scared. below. Subscribe. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Uh, what genre yeah. do you absolutely hate <laughs> and why? <laughs> uh, we're out of here. Take care, everybody.